Jesus said, Let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Every good endeavor is a gift from God. Here on Faith Marketplace Radio, you'll be inspired, equipped, and encouraged in your work as you hear business leaders share how their faith impacts their work. Joining us every Saturday at noon on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. For Faith Marketplace Radio, here are your hosts, Bob Lambert and Jennifer Villarreal. Hey, welcome, welcome. And this fabulous Saturday here at Faith Marketplace where we equip individuals, entrepreneurs, small business owners with resources to make a kingdom impact to glorify our mighty God while gaining inspiration from marketplace leaders. And we have a fabulous one today. Well, just to refresh your memory, I'm Bob Lambert, the host of Faith Marketplace and also the founding partner of Samurai Business Group. What the heck is that, Bob? Well, we offer entrepreneurs, individuals, small mid-market companies, and their teams advanced business development and sales skills training. Most of our clients report that they have doubled or tripled their top-line revenue within 12 to 18 months. Here at the Samurai Business Group, we're here to put the win back in your sales. And boy, have I got a guest today. He's actually a recurring guest, but we haven't had him on for quite a long time. And I am just so over the moon excited about this interview because uh, he's he's got a fabulous uh, organization that he's created, and we're going to learn some really cool stuff today. But I want to introduce you to Ed Prentice Third, Edward Prentice Third. He's the CEO of YEP Nation. Yep, Nation. And it's right here in, in Chicago. And uh, Ed, welcome. Yes, how you doing, Bob? <laughs> nice, nice to be on the interview here. Yeah, and uh, you, this thing is is pretty new. It started about three years ago. Actually, it was something before that morphed into this. But why don't you let the audience know what the heck is this? Yep, Nation. Uh, basically, we're we're creating a program where we can train young women uh, that often has have a lot of negative trajectories in their life uh, to where they can come in and learn digital media skills, where it's not a lot of women in those skills anyway, such as uh, video production, 3D animation, and now programming, programming for games and mobile apps and things like that. So the whole point of this program is to get projects from uh, not necessarily large, just large corporations, but small, mid-sized companies, and then use those projects to train the young women in the program how to develop those projects for new clients. Now, this app that you've developed is relatively new, isn't it? Uh, the mobile app is, has been out for about a year. Okay. And basically, what we've done, uh, we have an app that we can really offer at a very cost-effective rate. A lot of small businesses don't have their own app just due to the cost of these apps. And we've gotten it to a point to where we can you know, have a, a really efficient app with chat functions, group chat, and things like that, just like the the big apps like WhatsApp and things like that, and they can use that for their business at a cost factor that that they can afford. Right, because you told me that this is expensive to develop this stuff, right? Yeah, certainly. A lot of applications are expensive, uh, especially once you get into the, the gaming platforms. Those are right. really expensive. That's why you only see the the, the larger AAA games out there because they've invested millions of dollars into the development of those games and they have to go to a mass market sale in order to uh, recoup those funds that they put into the development aspect of it. Okay. So uh, how did you come about doing this as far as you getting your own gaming platform, your own platform, you put this on, I mean, there had to be a lot of development into doing that and then putting it out there at a reasonable price to companies, right? 
Yeah, basically, uh, since we're on Faith Marketplace, yep. <laughs> uh, the, the Lord pretty much led me into that as a, we were doing some work for Microsoft. Uh, and there's a uh, Rowena Miller. She we were doing work for her. Microsoft introduced me to her. And at the time, we were just developing online training for Microsoft. And when when uh, he introduced me to her, she asked, could we do mobile apps? And I, well, no, we, well, well I want you to do mobile apps. So we went ahead and did it. So, so we started developing. And then next she said, I'm looking at doing a, a you know, a 3D game because she's got a, it's called Planet Mogul. She have a program for youth. Okay. So she, wanted, she wanted a game for that. So then three, about three, so years ago, she said, can you, yeah, I could do that too. So, so, wow. so then we started doing that. And then it, it kind of morphed into we can use this platform for my mission because my mission goes back to long time ago. Right. You know, so so I, I was trying to find something to plant it on. And that's how the Lord works. He gave me this to plant the mission on. Yeah. I got to tell you, and ever since I've known you, it's been those iterative steps where you don't you don't yeah. turn anything down. You figure out a way <laughs> how to do that. It was amazing to me when you got into the whole video game, when you told me the story, and I'm probably going to get it wrong, but you didn't know anything about it, but you went out and bought a video camera, learned how yeah, to use the dog that, huh? <laughs> and, and then went out there and started a business, you know, doing this stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. And I, still in the I still remember that to this day. That, that, that was so funny. Yeah, yeah exactly. And uh and, and that's just a tribute to you as a faith-based person that you lean on the Lord, you know, used to like me, you know, kind of fight it. But now we just give up and say, okay, Lord, what do you, what do you got planned for us today? Right. Yeah. And, well, uh, to, to be yeah. honest, long time ago, it, it wasn't like that. The, the Lord was definitely in my life, but I didn't know it. <laughs> you right. Know? So, exactly. You know, as, as you get older, hindsight's twenty twenty vision. So you, <laughs> you, you can start putting things together like, well, that wasn't supposed to happen like that. <laughs> Well, also with age, you get tired of fighting him, you know, (laughs) you get tired of fighting him a little bit. You know, it's like, okay, Lord, I give up, you know? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I've had two strikes before I say, well, I'm definitely not going to strike out. (laughs) You got it, brother. That's awesome. Decades ago. It's like, okay, Lord, you ain't going to strike me out. I'm done. (laughs) And I love which plays right into this. the, The quote that you shared with us is you can either play hard when you are young then you will need to work hard when you are old, or you can work hard when you are young, so you can play hard when you are old. That was your grandfather's wisdom. Yeah, I, I never did because he told me that when I was a kid. I was, you know, I was like 10, 11. I'm like, give me some games, some candy, something. He sat me down. He said, let me tell you something that, that you need to take with you. And at the time, I had no idea what he was talking about, but then I got it. You know, if, if you, you work hard, work hard, meaning, and that doesn't mean you work yourself to death. You right. know, you work hard, you focus and you're in school, you don't, you're making sure you're not spending a bunch of time playing around. You right. know, and, and so you work hard in your younger years. So you get your schooling or whatever. It's not necessarily just all right. schooling. You can get a craft and you get really good at that craft, uh, an art. Yes. <laughs> you, know, you know, you can get be a musician, but you do really well. And then by the time you get old, you can play because you've earned all the money. You've got an investment fund. You've got, you know, money in the bank versus the other way around. You play hard. You party all the time. You miss your grades. You you don't spend time in school. You spend time partying. You get basic jobs just so you can make ends meet and party all the time. Then when you get old, you're going to have to work hard. <laughs> you right. don't have any money, anything like that. So you got to keep working. So, yeah. so he, that 
when Boy, I got older, yeah. I'm like, okay, that's what he's talking about. A lot of wisdom packed in there to what your grandfather said, isn't there? Oh, yeah. I, I love that. You know, the other thing, too, is uh, you, you mentioned something about the path of faith mission before profits. What does that mean to you? Uh, I mean, it, it's kind of the whole reason behind, yep, nation, you know, as, as far as, you know, my, my mission from a long time ago. It, it, when I started Bill, well, let me go back because it, it, it's confusing if I don't. <laughs> uh, when, I, when I was much younger, it was a young lady that I befriended. And she, and she, you know, very beautiful, very intelligent. We never did go together or anything. She was just a nice young lady. And I, I was more of a protectorate guy back then. I was pretty big. You know, mm-hmm. so a lot of people, you know, the bullies stayed away from me. You right. know, so she, she kind of got stayed close to me because a lot of guys wanted to talk to her. Right. And and she knew where we, you know, we weren't dating or anything. I was more like a protector at Big Brother. Kind of a big brother. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, her background was not that good where where she went home to and things like that. And this is a long time ago. So we didn't have Facebook and all of that type of stuff. So uh, when we got out of high school, I kind of lost track because she moved around a lot with her family. Mm -hmm. Um, She's we're we're the hood, basically. Right. (laughs) So, So we'll say that. And then about two or three years after that, I was driving down the street and I looked to the left and I saw her. And mm-hmm. I could tell they had gotten her into prostitution. She had really long, pretty hair. It was all bushy on her head, makeup cake. So I I, I was frozen because at the time I had no resources. I, I was like, like zero, you know, right. I was going like day to day. And, and I couldn't do nothing. I was just frozen because I, I, she looked at me and I could tell she felt a little shame. She, you know, I really wanted her to, go somewhere because she she had it. She had the intelligence, the beauty. She could have went anywhere. Right. They got her to into the wrong side. Right. And, and then car, I think I sat through three stoplights. Cars are blowing the horns. I sat there, you blow the horn one whole time. Because <laughs> I was looking at it. She's looking and then we waved. And then she kind of just kind of walked away and I kind of drove off and it, it just stuck in my mind. I, I was calculating, can I do something? And I couldn't. I, it, I couldn't right. take her nowhere. I had no money to give her. I had nothing. Right. So then about, oh, about four years after that, I found out she was murdered. Oh, and, my goodness. And I kind of know what happened, you know, right. just from where she was at. It could be retribution, right. blah, blah, blah. Sure. And I, I was kind of, I was hoping it didn't happen, but it didn't surprise me. Right. And, and with that, that just basically cut a hole in my heart because I, because I, I, right. then it, it went back to that time that I started. If I had had something, Right. I could, I could have really, you know, done something. So fast forward, as I started building the organization, well, I can't say I, as the Lord and right. I, as the Lord knew, <laughs> yeah, been building an organization. Right. Uh, at some point, it got to me. I got to do something about this, you know. Right. So, so then that's when I started winding down, you know, the, the business, the training company, and ramping up this business with the whole principle. Okay. Uh, so let's pause it right there. Cause I want to bring people back. You got to hear the rest of this story because, uh, that is just really grabbing me, uh, how Ed has taken this and turned it into, uh, intuitively what it is going to be today. So we're going to get right back with that with Ed Prentice, the third, and he is the CEO of YEP nation. And we're going to find out what YEP stands for, by the way, too. So Hey, get out there to our website. Check us out, faithmarketplace.com. we got all kinds of resources. i got a big goodie bag here. So all I want you to do is phone, uh, 
Text us at 312-210-0603 and put the keyword goodies in there. And we want to get you something, okay? So get out there. Check us out on faithmarketplace.com. We're going to be right back with my guest, Ed Prentice III. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, again, we're back here with my special guest, Edward Prentice III. He's the CEO of YEP Nation here in Chicago, and it's going to be worldwide. You just grab onto your seatbelts, folks, because he's got something that's going to just skyrocket us here uh, in Chicago and helping. As we left off, he was telling the very compelling story, the whole background, what Scott led him into this. It was a heartbreaking story. Somebody he knew, a young lady that evidently got murdered. He couldn't do anything to help her when she probably needed the help. But he really got the light shine through that that was something that God laid on him that was a mission. That was something he had to do. So, Ed, pick us up there. So what happened then when you started to get some resources, you started looking at this thing? What did you decide to do? Well, basically, as, as the Lord moved me through <laughs> to, to get me there, because when I started out, I started very small. I was in, in, in my mom's basement. Well, my dad, he was there too. You know, always give your mom credit. <laughs> yeah, there so, you go. So, and and it, over time, he just put opportunities in my place. None of this that I have is business management 101. You know, yep. where, where, where it was, okay, let me plan this. I'm going to have this office at this time, blah, blah, blah. Right, right, exactly. You, you know, so all of the different businesses and opportunities. Uh, one, one really quick one. Uh, to show how the Lord works to to move move things forward, uh, it was it was I still had a recording company, so we were mm-hmm. doing cassettes. That was back in the time we were doing audio cassettes, and we had some you know mass duplicators and things like that. But and they were real time, so they weren't even some of the new ones. So a, a gentleman, Mr. Oshodi, I think he's passed away now from uh, Lucent. Mm. So, so he it was uh Al- no, it wasn't Alcatel, it was AT and T. Mm-hmm. AT&T back then. And I never forget he called and he said, I need you to do one audio cassette and I need it today. And, and back then the, the audio cassettes were real time. So he said he had one two hour audio tape. It was 11 o'clock and he said he needed it by five o'clock. So I'm looking. Wow. He's an hour. He's an hour away. Mm. <laughs> you know, I, I had a Bob. I had a, I had a boat. I had a big Cadillac. It burned gas like a V16 engine, but it had a V8. <laughs> and, and he only wanted one cassette. So, so, so my mind calculated, I said, it's going to cost me $40 worth of gas to get to you and back. Because I had to make a round trip. I had to go get the cassette, bring it back downtown, take it back out to him, bring it back. And I could only charge him like $10. Wow. You know, and there, are, there, were, there were duplication companies out in the suburbs where they were at. So yeah. I, I, you know, I'm calculating at high speed before I answered him. And, and, and then he said, well, can you? And, and then I said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and my mind said, are you crazy? You yeah, right. Out? So I, I hops in my car. I drives out there. I, I gets the tape. I brings it back. I make the copy. It took two hours. So I'm, I'm headed back there at one o'clock. You know, so, so then it, they, he said, well, uh, pay him cash. It was like $10. And I took it, and I didn't think nothing of it. Like, okay, he seemed like he really needed it. Right. Back then, they had, you remember they had they had the projectors, and you need to cassette right. to drive the projector for a presentation. They had the beats yep. in it. Yep. So I, I get, you know, I didn't think nothing of it. I, I got back to the office about two weeks later. 
the phone rang. So it was a gentleman from AT&T. He says, uh, is this Edward Prentice? I, I said, yeah. He said, well, we have a project for you. And, you know, I'm thinking, okay, well, okay, do I need to put a bid in or whatnot? He said, no, you don't need a bid. I, I said, well, what do you mean? He said, we, we got a project for you. And I, I said, okay, well, what is it? He said, it's a, it's a training program. It was, back then, was we was doing CD-ROMs. We weren't even online yet. So, right. So he said, I said, he said, well, I said, well, what's the budget? He said, $65,000. I said, what? <laughs> I said, whoa, 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 whoa. I said, I said, don't I have to bid for that? He said, no. You know, he said, he said we, we can, under 100000 we can just give out. A, he said, Billy O'Shode, he said, give you the project because you saved him. You, you, you got him what he needed. He did a huge presentation. No bid. Call you up give you the project and back right. then that was huge that was huge yep. <laughs> so that yep. kind of moved us to the next level because we we had that it wouldn't right. happen if i hadn't got that tape but it it and as as the lord moved me with things like that and then the business started to grow right that that hole in my heart started getting bigger because right. as it was growing i was steadily seeing those types of situations Got you know, it. Young women and going into strip clubs and things like that when they probably right. done something else. And so then at at that point, I started, I got to a point where I was like, ah, I got to do something about this. So yeah. the Lord helped me. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you know, when, when I started winding the company down, people thought I was dying. One of my clients called me up, cursed me out, said, hey, what are you doing? You know, you shutting the business because I was telling clients, we're done after this project. We're not taking any more. I'm, I'm winding down. Because I, yeah. I can't, I couldn't do what I want to do as a business. Because you, right. you, you had to run the business. Right. You couldn't, you couldn't do this. What I'm trying to do. So, so <laughs> I never forget uh, one lady. She from Nestle. She she called me up. She cursed me out so bad. She almost made me change my mind and, and start back the business. <laughs> so you you on a speaker circuit? Because you know I was one of the few minorities in the business in that business back then. So I was right. on the speaker circuit. And, and she said, why are you shutting us down? You know, I, I said, there's something I got. She said, what the hell do you have to do? <laughs> I said, you don't understand. She said, no, I don't understand. You shutting down a successful business <laughs> to go teach on the south side of Chicago and you don't have a teacher's degree? I said, well, yeah. So so you, you remember that big office, Bob? Right. My next location was a small classroom at Mahalia Jackson Elementary. Right. I remember <laughs> that. Yeah, I remember that. You know, but, it, you know, that speaks to your heart and it speaks to your faithfulness, Ed. You know, you didn't, you had this laid on you. You knew that was God ordained and that you were in a position to be able to do that. You're right. Because anybody looking at that from the outside going, what is this guy doing? You know, oh, yeah, I, I but you followed that. your heart. You followed the calling that God laid on you to help these young women. So, but the, uh, the, 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 the cool thing about it is the building I'm in now, you could put Mahalia Jackson aside in that building. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, 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 now, and now we got that entire building that we can fill up with young women training. Up. That's a 100,000 foot square, uh, warehouse. Wow. <laughs> so we, we could put young, young women in training classes and we got the agreement to start trying to build up training classes in that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Well, we want to get into that a little bit more in the next segment. What I'd like to explore with you is, uh, as you and I were talking, because uh, let's just refresh everybody that might have been just joining us as to what is, yep, and what does YEP stand for? It stands for Youth Engagement Program. Youth Engagement Program, okay. Yeah. And originally started out as a project, right? That you, yeah, it, you, it started, you did. actually, it started out uh, 
at a church. <laughs> okay. Very interesting. Okay. <laughs> but I'm not going to name the church. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, the church had quite a few dollars. And so, I, you know, I was at the church and I wanted, they were, they were kind of in a situation where they're kind of in the middle of a community that's changing <laughs> over. So, you know, minorities coming in and, you know, they're, they're kind of, you know, in the community. Right. And I, I wanted to create it was first started out as community engagement program, CE, okay. and they didn't want to do it, you know, because I'm mm. saying, well, I mean, you got a lot of funding here. Why don't we try and do something, you know, for the community? So I was like, right. I had a presentation and everything. Right. So, so then when, when that didn't happen, then I turned it into youth engagement program from community engagement program. And that was a youth engagement project. Right. And somebody, a branding person said, well, you sound like you're just working on a project. This doesn't sound like you're trying to do anything on a national level. So right. I, that's when I named it. Yep. Nation. So right. then, then it, it gets us, you know, and we were so, it was so small then it wasn't a problem changing the name and thing like, like that. Right. Well, I, I think it's a God story. Just the fact of the facility that you're in now too. Right. Oh yeah. Uh, it, it's yeah. It, it, <laughs> most definitely and the way i got got into there that you know you could that's definitely the, the lord's intervention for that right yeah and so as it started to mature the idea of this and it started to take form because uh you know god gifted you with a talent uh you have a very special talent not only from a creative side but you're an innovator you're an entrepreneur you Thank see you. opportunity you, and you go for that and what really I am so excited for and so blessed by knowing you, Ed, is that you take those God-given talents and those opportunities and you turn those into things that really are God-honoring. Yeah, it uh, better you know, be. <laughs> yeah, well, you've had to lean on him a lot, right? Yeah, I, I don't want him wasting no energy on me. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, it, and it, this whole process now uh, for Yup Nation has been in, in uh, gestating for about three years, right? Yeah, yeah, the developing the application and things like that. So, it, yeah. and it, you know, getting into this space has been only within the last couple of years. And I know we run out of time. I could explain how I got into there. And that's definitely a Lord connection, how that works. Yeah, and we definitely want to get back to that. But first of all, folks, I want to tell you, Ed is being very generous. Everybody that uh, texts us uh, that, uh, yep, Y-E-P, everybody that texts us Y-E-P, is going to get a free download of this app. And Ed, what's that mean? What's that? What's that? What is this thing you're giving away? Uh, it's basically our app, and we have three buttons or sections on the app that allow you to learn one of three things. You can learn how to create a track with an app, a mobile app that's on the phone. You can learn how to create a brochure uh, using pro free. All of these programs are free, and you can learn how to create a video. So just with those three little training programs on that app. If you just want to play around, you can download those apps and learn how to create a music track, a video track, and a brochure. Wow. Wow. And that's free. You're just giving it away. So, yeah. folks, what you got to do is how are they going to get that? Do they go out to the website or how do they get it? It's it's on all the app stores already. It's on the app store. And what's it called? It's Yep Nation UCP, Universal Communications Platform, even though we're okay. changing that name. <laughs> wow. Okay. So you gotta get out there. We'll say it again. It's Yep, yep. Nation. Nation UCP. UCP, and it's in all the app stores, right? Right. Mm -hmm. And this is, is is really a program for mobile, right? 
Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's also for mobile. So you want to get out there and check it out in your app store. Uh, This thing's fabulous. And uh, you can see what Ed is doing and how he's really uh, delivering the goods uh, on his mission to help young women. We're going to get back in the next segment. We're going to talk about this. Get out there and check out faithmarketplace.com. Lots of goodies out there. I'm going to be right back with my special guest, Edward Prentice III. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, we're back here with Ed Prentice Jr., uh, the third, he's not a junior, and he's the CEO of YEP Nation, which is known as Yep Nation. And uh, where we left off is that uh, Ed had, God graced him a lot with some things as he started to develop this, but one of those things was a facility on the south side. So why don't you share a little bit more about how God uh, you know, ordained that for you? Yeah, one thing about the Lord in my life, he works in decades. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you, 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 you never know <laughs> what, what happens because when I had the other organization, it was, it was back in 2006. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lady called me from the executive club. I never forget. I think her name was Michelle. I think I remember her name. So she called me out to Clear Brew. Remember, I said earlier, I did a lot of speaking. So I right. did a lot of speaking engagements. So right. she calls me up. She said, Ed, you want to speak for our program uh, in about a week? And I say, yeah, sure. You know, I'm thinking it's a typical program. So right. she said, okay, meet me over at the High Regency on such and such date. It was on a Thursday. i never forget that. So so I get there. I, I go to the front desk. I say, okay, I'm here for an executive club meeting. I'm thinking it's one of the little side rooms in the High Regency. Right. Oh, you're in the grand ballroom. I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I go to the, I go to the grandpa. It's a thousand people in the room. They, they got a dance twenty feet off the ground, and all of the big titans of the industry up there. You know, uh, what, what is it, John that rides from AT? I can't remember these guys' names. I remember one guy named because because he, he he's key. So uh, these are the heavy hitters: the CEO AT and T, Comcast, Exelon. Oh, wow. Wow. And they put me right there. <laughs> you oh, know, wow. sitting up there. I'm thinking, am I sitting down here? I say, I say, why, why am I up there with all those guys? <laughs> and, and it was so funny when they, they, everybody in the audience knew everybody else. They, they go such and such, AT and T, John Smith, right. Blah, 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 right. blah. yeah, Ed Prentice, Center. What? <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> so now, what, what the Lord did there? I had no idea why I was there. But when I came off, off the stage, uh, a brother came up to me. He said, for any black man could get they bleep, bleep, bleep up there, I need to talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say it. what the bleeps were. But yeah, he right. was, this, his name was, he just recently passed, uh, rest his soul. His name was George Dewey Glenn. So he, okay. he came to me and said, I want you to speak to my young men. This is 10 years ago. Wow. So I said, I said sure. So we goes there. So then it's, he founded Concerned Christian Men. Okay. So Concerned Christian Men moved from building to building. Then they wound up in that facility because it's connected to Trinity Church. Ah. So, so then I, I got really involved with it. And they saw that I had all this technology to reach young men. So now I'm chairman, but now I'm inside of that building. I would not have been in that building if I didn't go to that event with her way back then because I wouldn't have met George Glenn. Wow. And he wow. wouldn't have came up to me unless I was sitting up. He said it. If you weren't yeah. sitting on that day as you right. weren't important. You know, obviously right. if you can't important, you sitting up there next to those those C, CEOs right. on that day. 
Right. And I, yeah. I, there was another brother, his name was Sam Scott. He was the CEO of Corn Products. And he right. was a blessing to me as well, too. He he moved me to my next phase of business. And I, I talk to him to this day. I keep him apprised of everything that I'm doing. You know, so the Lord put me in, in each of those places for that. Okay. Well, let's let's get a little granular here about Yep and what you're doing over there and how that benefits companies and who your target is right now. So, uh, just share with the audience here what what you put together here and what's the target that you're trying to get to or who are you trying to you know buy this from because it's actually a product, right? The app is a product, and then how do the young women that you're helping uh, you know uh, fold into that and what is what is it that they're doing and and how they making a difference? Right, right. Well, I, I get to use that commercial that I like. And I'll show you. The there you go. <laughs> uh, basically, what we've done, we it's, it's called our, we changed it from UCP, which went, meant Universal Communications Platform. And now we're calling it our Mass Communications Platform because that's what it's doing. Okay. And basically, we're taking uh, technology that's normally out of reach due to costs of typical organizations. Uh, such as advanced mobile apps, especially gaming platforms. Very few organizations have access to that because they're, they're very expensive. So what right. we've done, uh, two, twofold, uh, we've invested in developing the programming code behind both of those, the mobile app and the, the gaming platform, to where it's wow. easy to teach a young woman with no programming skills at all how to go in and work with our customized code. And within a week, she can start developing new products for new clients. Wow. So that goes back to the young women. Most of them are on a trajectory. The ones that we come in contact with uh, may not be on a, a good trajectory or whatnot. They may not have went to school, especially if they're attractive. They may be starting to be drawn towards where my friend was drawn toward. Okay. We, we can get them in and show them that they can actually do something that someone will value because that's that's right. the challenge you just have kids do stuff and that stops they just do it but if you right. can show them that they do something and somebody value it and they get paid for it they come out commercial priceless right <laughs> right so, so we're offering what i'm really excited about is the 3d gaming platform because a lot of organizations with covid they got disconnected from their youth or it's not just youth a lot of times it's customers clients Right. Uh, members, everybody. Right. So now all of the kids are on these gaming platforms already. Right. So now we have a gaming platform that we can have at a really great price for mid-sized, small organizations even, that they can put their content in there and engage the youth on, on the same games that they're already playing now. So you, you got a mobile app that you can have for your own. It could be a small store. We could have it priced for a small store. And they could put uh, their products on there. If it's a, they could put recipes or menus and things like that. And, right. and the fact that, that we're teaching young women how to do that, that gives us a social enterprise footprint. You know, so learning how to do that. And we're providing a very cost effective, high tech service to, to the community. So, so far, Ed, since this is, you know, it's an iterative process getting it to this point, and now you're launching out into the marketplace. How many uh, young women have you had starting to learn how to do this? This this particular product is brand new. We just launched it <laughs> two weeks ago. <laughs> okay. So, so we've, I've got six in there now that's working on it. And, and in okay. the past, we've 
with with we've done some work with the Chicago Urban League. We've had a, maybe over forty or fifty women come through our program. Wow! Uh, wow! In, in the past, you know, just through the Urban League, some of the other programs we had, right. Boeing had sponsored some programs, uh, and and those were training them on what's on the app now, how to create a video, how to create music, and how to create a brochure. Right. This is this is new because we this is a product and we just completed the base version end of March and and we just showed it to a number of large organizations and they're very excited about it. Okay. Uh, I'm not gonna mention their names just yet, but once right. they, they thought it, I was gonna say 100 grand, I said 15,000. They said, what? They said, wow. You can't get that for that. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> and and so, the, the, the cool part about it, they can see it. You know, so right. like, wow, this works just like all the other games that my kids play. Those right. games cost a million dollars. How much is yours? Is it close to that? <laughs> you know. So and so, so these young women and also can be a part of the process that they can engage with actually and 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 get paid for to be able to program some of the stuff. Oh, they about, get right? paid for our in in our program. They as they right. do these projects, we get paid for those, and they they'll get right. paid for it. Right. Yeah, so so I mean it, that's how it works. We we right. are a for profit company, so we can do work. We're not a not for profit. If we're not for profit, it's really hard to do work for corporations. Right, exactly. And so, uh, is there? Uh, now you've already had sixty go through there. What's the? What's the? And you know, what's the goal for you this coming year as far as bringing more young ladies in, more young women? And by the way, yeah, there's a minimum age, right? You said there's. Uh, uh, oh, we're really uh, going for adults eighteen and up. So eighteen and up. I don't okay. Have a cut off, you know, but right, really. It got to be out of high school to do this because we're working for corporations. Right. And, and you're and investing the in them. Is, the goal is I, I did another interview and, and I said, I want to reach a million youth before the Lord closed my ticket. So, so wow. whatever, whatever, whatever that needs to be. <laughs> so right. That, that's where it's headed. And, and, and this and, program, because it's offered as an app. Uh, can be global, right? I mean, it could go anywhere. Yeah. And, and that's how the Lord works. Cause I was, I was definitely pressed as a Lord. I, I'm 60. My diesels are running dry. You know, you got to give me something that I can reach all these people with really fast. Yeah. <laughs> so, so here we go. So like wow. one of the organizations we talked to are talking to, they reached 2.8 million kids last year. So if they implement our program, I'm instantly with 2.8 million kids. So, so he's like, okay, how fast is that? <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, you know, there's one question I love asking, and that is, uh, Name one thing about you that is funny, pretty interesting, or cool. Uh, what would you What would you say to that? <laughs> oh, this, I hope I got enough time. Uh, yeah, Rick. I, I've never I've never really had a I've never really done a resume before. I, okay. Lord, when I was young, I try and get through this quick. When I was younger, I had a decent voice, so I, I was in a call center, and uh, a young lady dialing down the, the aisle from me. They, we had these big push button phones, so she was having right. problems. So I walks over to her and I, I'm trying to help her. The manager comes in full blast coming at me, you know, get your bleep, bleep, bleep back to your own phone. And he put his hand on my chest and, and touched me. I, I was big too. <laughs> I yeah, was right. Defcon five. I, I said, oh no. So I you don't want to do that. Put him on the wall. Nobody does that. To, and <laughs> and I, I caught myself. I was like, oh no, I'm going to jail. I got this guy on the wall. Oh, <laughs> man. So, so they called the police. They're like, I'm done. Put a fork in me. <laughs> but but everybody said no. You know, he they, he let me go and everything. So I said, Lord, I can't work for nobody because if somebody come at me like that again, I'm going to jail. So figure yeah. it out. You know, so, 
So you I became an entrepreneur. And I've been, I've started all the way up until now. I love it, man. And I love what you said. You went to DEFCON 4, you know, <laughs> nuclear <laughs> ed. <laughs> no wonder you're in the business you're in, right? Creating all these games and creating all this platform. I can't believe we're out of time for the main segment here, Ed. I can't wait to get you back. And we're going to round tape a mystery subject. So you got to hang in there with us. As you can tell, Ed's a lot of fun. He's got a lot of creativity. So we're going to come right back and going to round tape a mystery subject with Ed Prentice III. This is Chicagoland's place to inspire, equip, and encourage Christian business leaders. Faith Marketplace Radio. Hey, welcome back. We got a roundtable today. We had a mystery subject, and boy, I think you're going to be delighted with what we picked here. I'm with my guest, Ed Prentice III, the CEO of Yep Nation. You've heard quite a bit about that. Uh, by the way, how are they going to get a hold of you, Ed, if they want to get a hold of you? Uh, they, they, my email is eprentice, E-P-R-E-N-T-I-C-E, at yepnation.com, Y-E-P-N-A-T-I-O-N.com, eprentice.yepnation.com. And, and what we landed on here is that as Ed, we ended that last segment as to how he really got pushed into entrepreneurialism because he was in a job and he got challenged and uh, all of a sudden it was nuclear Ed going DEFCON 4 on this guy. <laughs> <laughs> but having said that, Ed, you know, as, a, as, a, as an older adult now, what advice would you give to your younger self? And then we'll play that out as to what the work is and how that's led you into some of the work you're doing now. Well, uh the advice I give to my younger self is was to be myself back then. Okay. One, one thing about me, I never did follow the pack. So, for example, I'm 60. I've never been drunk before in my life, and I've never smoked anything in my okay. life. You know, okay. to, to get to that age means back when you're that young, you had to, you had to resist a lot of peer pressure. So right. all of the peers back then wanted to at least drink, and then now smoke and do everything else, especially right. since stuff is legalized. Right. You know, so so and then also every, everything happens for a reason. Stuff just doesn't happen. Right. So, and you have to sit back and analyze that, which I didn't do that much of that when I was younger. So really take the time and, and think, why did that happen? You mm -hmm. know, why did that person call at that time? Why, why did I instead of going this way, I went that way? And, right. then, you know, figure it out because it, a lot of everything, all of the different events that happened. If I just breezed by them, I never would have connected the dots. Okay. You know, and, and and just just for uh, and that event that happened to me, th that happened for a reason. Right. Because <laughs> that would kept me out of jail, you know. Because I said right. I said to myself, okay, well, I got to start a business because I know if I'm somewhere because some of the some managers are pretty mean. I've right. heard the stories. They curse yep. you out. They push you. And like I'm done, I'd be in jail right now. Right. So, so it, even though when you're in business, you still have bosses, but you 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 can fire that boss. They call clients. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I so love it. A client, a client is mean too. You can just say, "Well, I don't want to work for you no more." But yeah. If, if you got a boss, and and that's how you take money home to your family, and they being really mean to you, I don't think I could last long. Right. You know, but but from a from a youth standpoint, I I knew that I had. I had to do that. You know, right. if you're in a situation where it's either violence or nonviolence, always choose nonviolence. 
And, okay. and, and that for me, in order to choose nonviolence, I started a business. <laughs> so, yeah, right. Exactly. So I wouldn't get into a nonviolent situation. Now, you know, you so, know, say, you, so that may be different for from a younger person. You go somewhere else so you don't get into a violent situation. Right. And no give in to your emotion. Right. I mean, because, right. you know, it, it's a highly charged emotional situation oftentimes. And I know that you work with a disadvantaged youth now and young men. Right. Uh, Ed. Right, so how do you help some of these young men get through these challenges and particularly today? I mean, there's so much violence out there and so much, so much challenging young people today. How are you, how are you seeing that in your wisdom of, of doing this and kind of having a little bit more discernment? What are you passing uh, on to well, these young we, men? We've been affected by just like everybody else. Uh, our program, we would bust the kids to our facility and feed them breakfast and have them spiritual lessons, let them play basketball, but that all got canceled last year. So right. as part of the, the, drive for doing this virtual program because now we're, we're going to reconnect with our young men through these games because all of them play games on their phones and everything so we're going to connect with them what the young men need is mentorship they need mm. other men and also they need to be able to do something and get accolades for it. that's the problem most of these young men they do not get accolades from anybody everybody tell them you're going to be this you're going to be that you're no good blah 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 so they just fulfill that Right. You know, so they just fulfilled that. Uh, right quick, I was, I was doing a, a project. We were training young men how to do tracks, music tracks. This is pre-COVID because they came to our facility. And right. I forget, we, we got in there and, and one of the uh, people that was there, they looked at this. Oh, he's not going to do any good. He's, he's just so bad in class. and class. And I looked at because I, I know the guy heard him because he was like in the next, he was at the couple of days down. I said, what you talking about? I was mad when he said that. Uh, right. so, so I said, watch this. So I goes over to the guy. He looks at me. He didn't even know how to shake my hand. I never forget that. He looked at my hand like I was ready to hit him. I said, no, no, no. Then let's shake hands. So he, I could tell he was he was really he, he was like fired up. So I said, just calm down. <laughs> so then I showed him how to do the track. So so he, you know, it was it was an online track. So he started doing it, right? And I purposely cut the speakers down because I had control of the speakers, wireless. So 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 then I let him, I say, you did that, right? So he had the headphones on. So I, I turned the speaker up so that the track started playing. And like, man, who's doing that? And then, then he, he he looked and I said, he's doing that. No, he's not. It's, that, that it was like a nuclear blast. He like, I did that? I said, yeah. I know, man, that was, that was a bad track. So he started doing it. He started, kept mixing. To this day, that guy's mixing music. Wow. And, and all I did was show that he did something. And he got accolades for it. Right. And that, that took him from there because then somebody appreciated what he did. And he right. can see that. He can turn that into something. And people like, you know, right. so, so that, I mean, they need that. They need not only mentorship, because some mentors get into the, the preachy type thing. Or you should right. this, this is what I did. Well, you weren't like this guy when you was a kid. You weren't told the Glock when you was a kid. Right. You, know, so you, you gotta tell them about real world stuff. <laughs> right. Know? And what would what, what what would it take for them to put the Glock down? And how would it make them feel? Listen, don't talk. Right. Mentors don't have to just talk, they can listen. So I think right. all of those combinations can help this situation. And you gotta provide uh opportunity for them too, because if you if one guy told me, I never forget, I said, What's what's all this shooting? Why is it all this shooting? He, he looked me dead in the eye and said, what we play, what we see, what we hear is what we do. 
He said, just like that, we play violent video games, we hear violent video games, we see violence, eventually we're going to do it. You got to okay. take those three away from them. Somehow you got to take the play away from them or something so they don't do it all the time. So you can right. get, to get them some money, you know, some type of income, doing something that they like, people do it. And right. there's enough resources out here to do that. It's just not applied properly. Right. And that's again the, 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 the what you're helping them do with the developing the games, you know, with your with your what nation and helping develop those games. I got to believe that that has a real a positive effect on these young women too, right? When they're oh, yeah, because, uh, involved in it, you're doing something that people can use, right? And, and, we're, and you're producing something positive because our games will not be a shoot 'em up or a violent game. It's going to be an educational and fun game, right? Yeah, exactly. Now, have you introduced that into the, the Christian young men's group? The the game that's that's what we're doing it for. Right? Okay, <laughs> yeah. okay. So that, wow, that, that, that's truly our first customer. That's we're doing right. it for them. Yeah. And is it too early to see any effect yet, or or are you seeing something happening there? Uh, again, we just launched this. We just right. Launched this. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's remind people real quick here, Ed, how they can get a hold of you, and also where they can see the app at. Uh, the app is on the app stores, and it, it has the background of our organization and some videos and things like that. It's uh, yep, Nation, Y-E-P-N-A-T-I-O-N-U-C-P. So if you search for that, either on the Apple or Android store, you'll see that app. And it, it has yep. information about us. And my email address is <laughs> eprentice at yepnation.com. E and then also, if there's some young ladies out there hearing or parents out there or people that are involved with these young people, to be able to learn more about what you do for them, do they just visit the website and check it out? Yeah, you can check out the website or you can just email me directly. Okay. That'd be great, Ed. Well, I can't thank you enough, buddy. It's so great to see you again. And I just love your heart. I love what you're doing. for you. And this is going to be wildly successful. I know it is because God has got his hand on you, brother. <laughs> he really has his hand well, on you. What you're doing is fantastic too, spreading the word. So we yep. hope you're on a mission. We'll be back next Saturday here on AM 1160, Faith Marketplace. Thanks for joining us for Faith Marketplace Radio, here to inspire, equip, and encourage Chicagoland's Christian business community. Faith Marketplace is on every Saturday at noon, right here on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Listen to past shows anytime online at faithmarketplace.com.